Our guy Dan McLaughlin was with us right here on the fast lane yesterday when the news broke that the MLBPA agreed to Major League Baseball's latest counter proposal, and we're going to have baseball, which Woo! means we're going to see Danny Mac on our TVs very soon for spring training. But right now, he has his regular hit with us here in the fast lane on 101 ESPN via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Dan, it was a blast to work with you yesterday, consummate professional, and it was a perfect day to have you in. Thanks again for filling in. Oh, you bet. It was so much fun to be with you and uh, Jamie. Great job on the hockey game last night. And my smile from yesterday is still not off my face. I'm very pleased that baseball is back. Well, Dan, one of the things that we discussed was once once Major League Baseball is open for business again, what's the first step from the Cardinals? Uh, and you said, well, they got to get the, uh, the airplane tickets set to go. But from a baseball <laughs> standpoint, you're right. From a baseball standpoint, watch them add a pitcher. And they did. They signed Drew Verhagen to a two-year, $5.5 million contract. That, according to Mark Feinstein of MLB.com, Feinstein of MLB.com. What do you what do you make of the signing, and what do we know? What should we know about Verhagen? Well, he, you know, even take it further than just being a reliever, which is what I did anticipate. But he's also a swing guy, so he, if you needed to have a spot start or you need to cover multiple innings, which may be the case coming out of a shortened spring training. He fits that bill. He, he pitched initially with Detroit. He's a draft pick out of 2012. He does have major league experience. And then he went overseas and pitched. And he's kind of like Miles Michaelis. He figured something out over there that gave him success. And Matt Slater, who has done a lot of the scouting in Korea and Japan, uh, I'm sure his fingerprints are all over this one. And they bring him back to the States. And uh, you get a guy that is also which is a key when you talk about a Cardinal pitcher in 2022 strike thrower and a ground ball guy. He's going to get you a ton of ground balls. So it does seem to fit the profile and check a lot of boxes that the Cardinals were looking for. Danny, are the Cardinals going to, uh, sorry about that. Surprise. Turn on that microphone. Come on, Marsh. I don't know. Do we have it? Check. Check. Okay. There we go. All right, Dan, um, will the Cardinals continue to look at relievers now or, I feel like the Cardinals are very specific or very like thought out. Like this is what we need. We went and got it. Now on to the next piece. Or are they still kicking find... the tires somewhere else? Well, I, 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 I think you do kick the tires. I, I think you just see what is out there and how the market takes shape because we've never been through something like this, this unique where you got two days and you're trying to fill out rosters before uh, everybody is supposed to officially report to spring training, which would be on Sunday. Now, does that mean that you can't go into spring training without having your full roster? Of course. And, you know, you start to see how, what, what first of all, what guys want, if it's feasible and if it's a fit. I think the other part of this too, Jamie, is that, and, and Anthony brought this up yesterday, and it's 100% right, is, is that these guys have not been able to be looked at by the medical team of the Cardinals. And so you want to get your hands on these guys and see exactly where Ryan Helsley is, where is uh, Jordan Hicks, what is Alex Reyes in his role? Is it more of a bullpen role? It might be tough to, to get a, a longer look at these guys in a shortened spring training, so might not put them back in what they're familiar with, which would be relieving. Now, if that's the case and currently constructed, there's not a lot of spots there left to be had. And the the young man that they signed today is a guy, you don't give a guy five and a half million dollars to go pitch at Memphis. He's going to be with the club. So that's another spot that's taken. So I think part of this is just seeing, okay, health wise, where are we at? 
And then, you know, if we need to address it, let's go back into the marketplace. But I still think you kick the tires on all these guys. I mean, on all the, you're reaching out to all these agents and you know, this better than anybody, Jamie. I mean, an agent is representing multiple players. So it might not just be a call about a reliever. It could be call about, Hey, this guy's a left-handed bat. We're in line for a left-handed bat, or now we're in line for a DH. All those things come into play. So I think it's a little bit of both when you when you talk about what John Mozeliak and his team are probably doing this weekend. Dan McLaughlin joining us right now on the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Speaking of which, you mentioned Mo. You mentioned some of the medicals. Well, Mo had talked about it being a challenge to get Alex Reyes and Jordan Hicks stretched out enough to be starters to begin the season. He did, Mo did say that he'll need to see exactly where the two hard-throwing pitchers are uh, when it comes to spring training and, and when it opens. But, Dan, my question to you is, how how difficult is it? You're a first time manager in Ali Marmol. You've been here, so it's that's that's the good news. You know, you know the temperature of the room. But how difficult and challenging is it for a first time manager to have to figure out on a short schedule roles for guys like Alex Reyes and Jordan Hicks? Yeah, it's a good point, and I, I think where this becomes very interesting is that he's going to rely heavily on his coaching staff. So Skip Schumacher. Jamie Pogue, who is a, a bullpen catcher, but part of the coaching staff does a lot in terms of, okay, this is what we're going to do today. We're laying out the day. This group is going to be working out this in, in the gym. These guys are on the field. Then they're going to go do live BP. I mean, most of the time, like I used to remember watching Joe Patini. He was a longtime bench coach for Tony La Russa, and that was his job. Like he ran spring training. And then they gave it to Mike Schilt a couple of times. I remember talking to Mike, and they said, hey, I want you to kind of run some of the different things are here and have it all scheduled out. I would assume that's all been scrapped now because you say we got X amount of days before opening day. We know that on the schedule, if it's the 17th or the 18th or the 19th, you know, we're going to start playing games, which is the end of probably a week from today is when my guess would be that's the reports, some of the reports that are out there saying that I've not heard that officially – so that gives us X amount of days to get games in. And then with that, it's the split squad. So I would assume other organizations are, are going to say the same thing that we're talking about here, which is, hey, do you guys want to hook up? We'll play, you know, our main game will be on the field at noon, but on the backfields we'll do a split squad and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some of these guys in that need innings and get them the work that they need. So it's going to be kind of a, a, a puzzle that they need to put together. It can be done. You can't get the work in, but uh, to your point, being a first-year manager, certainly not an easy thing to do. I would think the benefit, though, guys, for him is that when you look at this team, it's pretty much set. I mean, you know who's at third, at short, at second, at first, at catcher. Your outfield is set. As I mentioned with the signing today, a lot of those spots in the bullpen are set. You you have an idea of who your starting five are, are going to be. So I think that does ease it a little bit as opposed to if you were trying to go into this situation. And by the way, he knows all these players, too, and, and has been around for a long time, whether managing them in the minor leagues or with Mike Schilt. So it's not like he's not familiar with them. I think if you're a first-year guy coming into this, that would be a tall order, trying to figure this all out in a short amount of time. Danny, talk about the roster being pretty much set, which I agree. I mean, you look at it, it's pretty much set. But I go back to the Cardinals' need, at least in my opinion, of that left-handed bat with some pop sure. to it. And, you know, the the regular people that we talk about are the Kyle Schwarbers. We talk about Nick Castellanos. We talk about some of these other guys. One name we've talked about in the past that's kind of fizzled out, 
that I'd like to throw back in the hopper and get your opinion on and see maybe where price-wise he might be, even though I know the market's going to be tough to figure out right away, is Jock Peterson. Oh, yeah. I I would love it. I I think he'd be a perfect fit. The reason why is, number one, left-handed. So it's a very right-handed, heavy lineup. Uh, Number two, by the way, Jock Peterson's brother is a coach in the Cardinals minor league system. So there might be a a connection there that would help. We'll get him at a bargain then, Danny, right? Yeah, I don't know about bargains, buddy. I I tried. You know, (laughs) money might be thicker than blood here in this case. Uh, But, you know, there's familiarity there. So there's, you know, you could get to him very quickly. And I, I think you'd have to go to the player himself and and tell him, look, here's the deal. We we have a DH spot, so clearly you could hit as a DH against right-handed pitching. He crushes right-handed pitching. He's not great against lefties. So where what's your mindset of where you're at in your career with Jock Peterson? And And what I'm saying is that is he now to the point where he's your hired gun to come in, and he was an everyday player with the Dodgers, and he played every day, with the Cubs and he signed with the Cubs specifically last year because they said to him, you're going to play against left-handed pitching. You want to show you can do that. We're going to give you that opportunity. Then they traded him to the, the Braves and he was a big, big factor in their postseason run. And that would also be very attractive to a lot of teams guy that's been in postseason a bunch and has performed, but he's also, it could be an, an outfielder, um, you know, fourth outfielder more than likely with this team. But again, I'd have to sit him down and say, we'll get you a ton of at bats. Right-handers are predominant in the sport. You're going you're gonna to start on those days as the DH, let's say. Uh, and we'll get you some spot starts in the outfield. But where are you? Do you feel like you're an everyday player? Because if you, if you feel that way, that, that opportunity may not be here, you know, barring injury. But if you're the hired gun, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you. And, and then, obviously, like you said, what's the market? Who wants them? And what's it to you as well? The, the thing you got to remember is that the Cardinals have Nolan Gorman coming. And I think they want to get an extended look at him this spring training. The guy can flat out hit. And so is he that guy potentially to have that spot? And do you as an organization want to block that if you bring in Peterson or somebody else? So that's something they're going to have to figure out here very quickly. Dan, we know you're, uh, you are incredibly busy. We appreciate the time. We know you're going to get even more busy, and we love, we love that aspect of it. So safe travels down to Jupiter when you do head down, and we look forward to continuing to talk to you in the fast lane and watching you on Bally Sports Midwest. It's a great day, fellas. I'll tell you what, I think next week, very, I don't know this for sure, but we could be doing our first uh, spring training game a week from today, if not earlier. So we'll have to hook up after the game. We can talk about what happened. Beautiful. It'll be perfect. Dan, I got a little It'll bit of perfect. advice for you as you head down to spring training. Uh, yes, sir. One, please pack your sunscreen. Okay, yeah. please do well, I'm that. I'm not as bad as Brad. No, I understand that. But you do like to get bronzed up out there. So I'd like you to make sure that you're putting your sunscreen on. Um, okay. And please keep the ball in the fairway. Okay, bud? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the last one you just said is the most important before anything else. I mean, I got to get my golf game back. If we're going to be traveling this year on the road, golf is key. Game second, and I'm sure my bosses appreciate that. Yeah, oh, I like yeah. your attitude. Yeah, for you sure. got you have your priorities. Yeah. perfect. No question. According no to question and I. about it. Yeah. it's a tough job, guys. But yeah. I got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. Dan, be good, man. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Great to be with you.